Hello, Namaskar, Adab. My name is Sherry Zaidi, and you are watching Z Talks. Welcome to another interesting episode of this Z Talks episode of the Z Talks podcast, where I sit down and talk with interesting individuals from varied fields and understand uh, what is it that they're doing, why is it that they're doing, and most importantly, how is it that they're doing. And today, I have another such amazing individual with me. Uh, I would like to welcome Arpit Aroda. Hi, Arpit. How are you? Hi, Zerdi. I'm amazing. Thank you for asking. Great. Great. Thank you so much. Great to know that. And uh, guys, before I start off with our conversation, where today we will be talking about how to be smart about your money. A topic which I think we all relate with and we all would like to know more about, uh, but we don't know what is a starting point for that. Or we, even if we know, we don't know how to properly do it because money is something that we are always very protective about. And we always want to be triple sure before we do anything about it. And that is why we have Arpit. Uh, so Arpit is, is a, he, uh, he graduated from London School of Commerce. Uh, after that, uh, he has... Uh, so today he is a passive income coach and a personal finance expert and he has helped individu- individuals and professionals from companies like Rati Steel, Coca-Cola, MBL, etc. Uh, to, be, uh, to generate passive income from their existing wealth so that they're not dependent on their monthly income, you know, uh, uh, again and again. And this is something that I'm very much interested in, you know, getting to know from him. Uh, so Arpit, thank you so much once again uh, for coming on Z Talks. Uh, although you know uh, there is so much more about your background in terms of how you have spent a lot many years in London also, and then you came back to India and now you have started this journey where you are uh, educating people about personal wealth, personal finance. Uh, so let's start from that point itself, Arpit. Uh, you know, if I have to, you know. Tell us, tell us more about your journey or the people who, who are watching it that, you know, you were there in a comfortable job in London. You left all of that and now you're back here in India and you're educating people and telling them more about wealth, finance, wealth creation, passive income. So how did all of that happen? So, uh, Zedi, I was 18 when I left uh, for England. Now, at that time, I was a completely spoiled brat and my parents had enough of me. <laughs> so, they made a decision to send me abroad for my studies. Now, doing my bachelor's from Rahampton University, while I was doing, doing my bachelor's itself, I started working in market research, which was the start of my professional career. And that was um, at the age of 19, by the way. So I could realize that there is a lot of scope in research. In India at that time, research was not something that was very prominent. In UK, however, research was given a lot of emphasis and weightage. Now, right after I completed my graduation at the age of 21, I learned that I wanted to do something more on finance and research based. At that time, I could not get something into research, but I did get into financial sales. So I worked for a financial sales company and I worked there for about about five odd years in my career. And right after the first year, I worked hard enough to actually be able to become the sales manager in that company. Now using that managerial experience, I did my MBA from the London School of Commerce in finance and marketing. So all this period, I had actually spent seven years in UK. Now life was actually going pretty amazing. To be honest, I was making a lot of money. I bought my first BMW car by my own money. I was taking my parents on international Euro trips. And, you know, money was flowing in. It was just 
too good to be true for uh, early 20 uh, year old and you know life was just going absolutely amazing and i was after spending 7 years in uk i was just 3 years away from my permanent citizenship now to that that's a dream to a lot of people on the other end for me it was completely uh, on the wrong side of the tracks because i made a decision i want to come back to india yeah that was one of the hardest decisions in my life because zaidi know this that for someone who spent 18 to 25 years of your so i was 18 and I, when i came back i was 25 so that was one of the most uh, you can say formative years of uh, a young male uh, who mm-hmm. wants to do something in life and those years i spent in a country which was uh, not mine and i when i decided to come to india knowing that i'm the only son i have to take care of my parents i knew my parents could not move to england so and belonging to a business family it was very clear that you know the future is in india now coming to india was a completely cultural shock you know right from the people on the road to you know dealing with people and so many other things were completely a different cultural shift altogether so mm. it was the first few months it was quite struggling and then mm-hmm. for someone like me who was always determined focused and action taker was completely clueless what i was going to do so i had spent all my money because i was a spent thrifter like i told you <laughs> i had little money left i had no okay. job no business no direction in a country which was my own country a cultural shock to me i was a very hard period in my life but i really thank that time in my life because that kind of helped me become who i am today because the first thing that i did being in that low position in my life was look inside me and see what is it that i am passionate about and that was that one thing that triggered step by step by step so one thing led to another and i'll tell you more about mm-hmm. it so i went deep inside and said what is my passion what am i uh, really really fired about and i know three things were there there was marketing there was finance there was research so mm-hmm. keeping those things in mind i compromised with a job at royal bank of scotland at a salary i was not happy with but i took that job to be able to learn and and absorb so working in royal bank of scotland it gave me a lot of clarity of how finance worked in india and i could see so many big gaps in the indian financial industry i could not tell you even till this date i'm actually working rigorously day and night to be able to fill those gaps and add value to people's lives so mm-hmm. within one year i saw those gaps i started a business which is a sebi registered research analyst trend lines which is my first business mm-hmm. i started that in 2014 now it's been over 6 years doing that business and the most amazing thing was that that was the first stepping stone of me making a mark in the indian financial industry now that business actually worked with a lot of very very big people and the wealthy people predominantly and we could see that we were making a lot of money and we were helping a lot of influential people in that business mm-hmm. however a few years as as they went by i could realize that yes i am Im- impacting the right people but i'm not impacting enough number of people and i could see that those people were not able to take our services because they had their own mental money problems that they were not able to overcome now realizing that i could see that is where exactly where i need to be so automatize the first business and i started coaching uh, even salary professionals and people nearing retirement people wanting to learn about money a lot of business owners are interested in doing what i do because today i help entrepreneurs or professionals to eliminate the dependence of the mm-hmm. money need that they have from the business job or profession whatever work that they do and that i do by creating fixed monthly passive income 
which comes from the money that they already have now that is where it becomes distinctive because people are always like we were talking earlier when people talk about passive income people always think that i have to write a blog i have to make a video i have to have a course or i have to have a franchise or so many other things but these are still based things but are they really passive if they take your time they're not passive is it the whole thing is that there is a science behind creating passive income from the money you already have and that is something a lot of people can actually do a lot of people can do it the only thing is do they know the science do they know how can that be done and that is what i made it into a step by step process decoded and today i've made it i've made online courses and i'm trying to impact pan india every single person who comes into my system learns the mindset the skill set the systems needed to be able to create passive income from the money they already have and even the people who are going to make money learn the skills today so that they don't end up doing the same mistakes that other people are already doing with their money so why not learn first and then implement rather than do your mistakes and undo them and then finally get to be able to do the right thing so this is exactly what i work on today zadi so i hope in that very elaborative story of mine i'm able to effectively answer what you see absolutely absolutely and you know again uh... the the thing that you uh, you know just said that you were in london you were earning big bucks you left all of that came back i'm sure that must have been a hard decision and then oh, yes. you know basically practically starting from scratch and uh, setting up a business is always always amazing and kudos to you for that uh, and as you were saying uh, you know uh, in that description you were saying that you met a lot of people uh, from the professional world businessmen entrepreneurs uh, one thing that i would like to understand from your experience is that you know being a millennial like me uh and i just i mean i'm trying to you know focus on the salaried individuals right now yeah uh, what are the you know what are the mistakes that you have, that you see that a lot of salaried individuals especially the millennials either who have just started earning income or who have you know who have been who are having five or six years of experience what are the kind of mistakes that they make generally with their money uh, which they earn I would like to start with something more philosophical which I give 80% of the weightage to being a technical mm-hmm. person and in numbers I still give mm-hmm. a lot of emphasis to mindset because I believe that mindset is the initiation point of everything that you're going to do in your life be it money or be it whatever you do in your life so how you think mm-hmm. feel about money mm-hmm. is exactly how you're going to act and how you act is exactly what the kind of results you're going to get and the kind of results you get is what the destiny is shaped with so the whole point is what is your feeling and what are your thoughts about money for a lot of people who are and i'm not trying to generalize but let's say the middle class of india or the salaried people in india are thinking the thought of money is not of abundance there is always that feeling that money is only reserved for a few few lot of people that's one thing that uh, a lot of people can get over from and another thing about money that i see is the because of that thought process now comes the physical in reality problems and those are the mind becomes conservative the mind thinks to be able to save let's save as much money as possible and because i work with entrepreneurs and salaried for people and pro- and retired people and students and everyone i could see how exactly the mindset is different from one to another and why is it that they get certain results which are better or worse than the other people so i see that business owners have a more open mindset they are more pro towards investing 
they are okay to take a better risk adjusted return so they want to understand the risk but they don't want to limit themselves saying this is risky i don't want to do it where people mm, who are more job oriented because they feel that my income is fixed i'm not going mm. to get more so the mind starts thinking conservatively about money and conservative thought leads into conservative actions the problem with mm. conservative action is that you don't feel abundant about money and you do not take enough risk needed to be able to grow your wealth in a way for these people the biggest problem is that uh, taxes and inflation eat away all of their capital and they are trying to conserve their money the money is conserved but it is automatically either gone to the government or blown away or burnt away in inflation which is why most of the uh, middle class remains the middle class because they want to be rich but they act like mm-hmm. the poor where the mm-hmm. poor has more probability to become middle class or rich because they have mm-hmm. already hit a rock bottom mm-hmm. and the only Correct. way up, and when mm-hmm. the only way is up you do everything that is necessary for you to pull yourself out of it so i'm not mm-hmm. saying the percentage of people but the probability of people trying to do better in their finances the poor people are able to do better than the middle class itself and this is one of been the the most uh, biggest revelations in my own life that i've seen that uh, the lower middle class or the poorer people can actually become middle class that probability is better than middle class becoming richer that's that's really interesting yeah. nice to know that yeah so okay so now that you've said that mindset is a problem so what would you like to tell those people uh, because okay this is the problem that we are having so if you have to tell them you know how to like how to come out of this particular mindset and become a bit more pro risk so that you are able to get more gains what would you like to tell them so the first thing is that uh, i believe risk uh, by itself is the is a very uh, singular way of actually looking at anything mm-hmm. the 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 way one should look at investments is always risk versus return because mm-hmm. everything has a risk versus return it's not just risk and it's not just return the one question i really don't like people asking me is arpit what is the risk in this because people then are only focused on what risk and they say whatever you focus on expands so that's the last mm-hmm. thing you want expanding isn't it mm-hmm. the right question is always to ask arpit what is the risk adjusted return and then be able to understand what is your own inherent risk that you are willing to take how risk tolerant are you and then slowly be able to upgrade yourself by taking the next level up risk understanding what the risk is all about and how to manage it the risk management is the only thing that is needed in investing returns actually come naturally you don't have to do because this is passive you only have to invest you're not actually doing anything are you the only thing yeah. you have to do is understand risk management and then use it in such a way that your risk is decreased the returns will come naturally so that is the golden line here people need to ask what is the risk adjusted return and people need to focus on learning more about risk management that is where the real gold is so mm. how can people upgrade their mindset one by asking the right question and these are some examples of right questions to ask from people in the financial industry another thing that i inculcated within myself was i learned a lot of books i read a lot of books i went to a lot of seminars i took a lot of online programs physical programs even went to different cities of india to be able to learn from one of the most influential people in the world i've actually been trained by tony robbins uh, the right hand of robert kiyosaki who's blair singer jack canfield 
uh, I've read so many books on uh, Warren Buffett and his biography, and I've actually spent you know numerous days and weeks into my own learning. I can't even say days or weeks. I must say weeks and months into my own learning mm-hmm. to be able to enhance and upgrade my own mindset and skill set at the same time to be able to get the results, and which is exactly what I've culminated that into the programs that I teach as well. Because I believe that knowledge only expands once it is shared. So mm. yes, people should invest into books. They should invest into their own financial IQ by doing seminars, courses, and have mentors or be part of a community which is working on the same goal as you. Your effort becomes so if hundred people going towards a single direction is easier because you have company. You can learn from their mistakes and wins. But if you mm. do this alone. It's, mm. it's, a, it's a very lonely journey and you would need a lot of help on that. And it's a long journey. It's not, uh, you know, financial freedom doesn't happen overnight, but it Correct. is a sure way to it. And when you are going with more people, the more the merrier it is anyways. Mm. And especially when it comes to money, people like if, the, if you won't have anyone around you, you will first of all, you know, you'll become very careful about your money. And then again, that, you know, risk thing will come into the question and since it, we are talking about middle class, they would not like to take any risk and they will simply won't do anything about it. Yeah. The maximum I guess they will do is they will take, you know, a large chunk of money, put it in a fixed deposit and just which, which will again, you know, is not, a, I don't think that is a very, very financially prudent investment, especially in today's time. Absolutely. So the only number of people that I know who become rich by investing in FDs is zero. <laughs> interesting interesting great so okay so now that i mean would you like to also shed some light on in terms of you know how to start with this process uh you know if you can share some uh and one thing more is that like you were saying that you know for having you can generate passive income from your own wealth uh, another question from that is that how much wealth do you need to have? And uh, okay, I'm not asking you to you know share what are what the what are the exact steps that you will have to take. But first of all, how much money do you need? And how much return that you can expect from you know through these passive income steps so that you are a, you are becoming financially freedom in the long run. Uh, and when we talk about long run, what are the number of years that you tell anyone? Okay, this is the realistic number of years. That will take that will take for you to start generating good amount of passive income, so that you're not dependent on only on your job. That's a very very good question. Very good question. Thank you for asking, Zadi. See, let's start Mm -hmm. with the process first. Mm -hmm. The process is simple. You need four things. You need the right mindset. You need the right Mm -hmm. skill set. You need the right systems, and you need a community. The four things are important to be able to become financially free. Any effort without one of the four is like a table without one leg or without two legs or sometimes a table with no legs so that obviously does not it's not even called a table then is it (laughs) so the whole point i'm trying to make is that four things are needed mindset skill set systems and a community of people who work together on this because everything starts with the mindset but once you've learned the mindset you need to be able to physically do it as well which is why you need the skill set once you've got this skill set, you want to ensure it is passive so it does not take your time, effort, energy, which is why you need mm-hmm. systems to be put into place so that 
you are only monitoring you are not actually doing anything and last and most importantly because you have to ensure that you are always in that inertia you are always in that momentum of taking bigger steps and faster steps and stronger steps and better steps you need a community of people or a mentor who can actually coach you to get you there as fast as possible not talking about how exactly is this done i believe that whatever amount of so first thing is is it only for people who only have wealth who have wealth existingly have wealth i believe the answer to that is a no 20% of the people who actually end up doing my programs do not have wealth but they have the intention of making it think of it like this yadi when people want to apply for a job do they do the mba first or get a job first <laughs> they get a, they get an mba first they study okay, for it first and then they get it. right so a person who has a job without a degree is called an intern better yet is called an apprentice and what kind of salary does that person get right same way if you put the same principles into money if you even if you have money and then or uh, and then you are trying to then do this course it's good it's very good because you're learning to undo the mistakes in the past but people who don't have money why not start from the very basics learn how to play the money game mm-hmm. and as you learn it you are able to and as you are earning money whatever income that you have from your job or even be some people have had students who are working on stipend still learning from me so that whatever they are able to save at least that money also goes into their financial freedom account that account which eventually helps them on their financial freedom journey so the earlier the people start the better people's mindset and a conservative mindset is what i will say is that let's start first making money and then we'll do then we'll like to learn on this see if the goal is clear that you want financial freedom first you want to learn how to get there then comes how your income comes and how to use the different skills and all so again starting with the mindset now specifically answering the question of how much money do you need how much time does it take what are the kind of returns see say a person has uh say 1 crore rupees in the total wealth now this could be in bank in their fds in their property in their gold or insurances or stock markets or bond markets everything put together everything now that money can easily generate 10 to 12% income for them over a period of time now you can say almost a percent a month is something that they are that is the potential of the money that they have and that potential can be converted into monthly passive income using a system mm. now every asset class is able to give you a different frequency of income like uh, a rented property can give you monthly income investing into bonds can give you semi annually or annual income and different assets have their own cycle of payout for the cash flow which is what the cash flow is what we call as the passive income Mm, so it depends on what asset class you're investing in, how much you've allocated to it, what kind of systems or the technique or asset allocation that you've used to be able to create that type of income. So it is customized as per the person's preference. Now, people who are nearing retirement, eighty percent of the income that they want can be automatized in such a way that that comes within the year itself. Now, for someone who's younger, their customizable plan would make it something more growth-oriented than income-oriented. and for them they could be forfeiting their passive income for the first 5 years but then they'll be on that journey of creating that enormous amount of corpus or capital which is further going to give them passive income in the time to come so correct it can be done as early as within a year or 
it can take more than 5 years as well it depends on what the journey is how much money you have what kind of goals that you have how far away are you from the goals what is the level of money you are able to save what is your total income and so many other factors so that is exactly why i have created online programs to be able to answer all of these questions in the context of that person itself so that they learn and they are able to understand and create their own customizable plan by their own selves so my idea is not just to educate but to empower people financially to increase their financial iq so that they are able to make financial smart and wise decisions for them and not be dependent on a person to be able to handhold them all the time because that is exactly what people are trying to do depend on others and others are actually taking the advantage of their financial ignorance hmm. uh so but there is no financial cap in terms of this is the amount of money that you need to start off with right like if i can if i have understood it correctly you are not saying that you need to have let's say 50000 rupees in a bank today to start off with this journey right you absolutely. can have like 5000 or like even 5000 rupees to start off right absolutely correct and it's just that your journey might take a bit longer because obviously your corpus is small right now but through the techniques that you will learn that and the uh, and the skill set that you will that you will learn you will be able to create a big corpus in time which will eventually start giving you returns every month certainly great okay okay and okay yeah so you were talking about one okay one interesting thing that i have uh, uh, that was there in your last answer was about the savings part you know how much you are saving and you know how much you are investing on the basis of that uh, do you also find a problem in today's uh, you know especially among the millennials uh, you know retired people they already have a lot of money so let's keep them out of this so yeah we're talking about the millennials because they are very much you know worried about their money today because some of them are not already earning a lot and what i see among them is that and still they are you know spending a lot a good part of it Mm. so what do you want to say to them i mean is that mindset okay not okay some improvement is needed over there uh, you know if you can if you can shed some light on that sure. see i can really relate to millennials because uh, you know 10 years ago i was there and i lived a very larger than uh, life king size life and you know traveling to europe and driving a bmw or you know all the kind of luxuries that i was enjoying at that time you know literally there was a time that i did not accept gifts under armani i was like if even if i have to buy a shoe or a or <laughs> i remember gifting myself armani sunglasses on my graduation so i was okay. like you know this is the brand i want to be associated with okay this is me you know from someone like that and i'm sharing this on a lighter note because i'm i'm really telling you by heart i've been there okay yeah the one thing that the transformation happened in me when i uh, read this quote of warren buffett and he said that if you keep on spending your money on things that you want there might come a day that you'll end up selling things that you actually need and it was it just hit yeah. like a slap in the face <laughs> mm. it was crazy because uh and today i live that uh, i wouldn't say i live uh, uh the necessity lifestyle thoroughly um there is a term to it as well um if i can remember right it's called uh, minimalistic uh, minimalism if i'm not minimalism minimalism is there yeah 
so that's the thought process is all about just live with what you need not what you want because your wants are unlimited but your needs are very few so mm. um, the biggest challenge with millennials today is that there's so many in the last 15 20 years there's been so much innovation in and luxury that has been available to younger people as well now which wasn't really the case especially in india if you go back 20 25 years now because of that for a lot of young people who are making money they are no more in that same zone of saving uh, which 20 people 20 years ago had that kind of mindset now 10 years ago where i was i also was a part of the environment and the uk culture the british culture is all about living weekend to weekend and i exactly was doing that coming to india i could realize that that thing was something that really i was not able to make a lot of money which i could have in that golden period when i had no uh, responsibilities no liabilities no loans and a lot of good cash flow coming into my account so hmm. now knowing this i have actually changed myself as a person and every time i spend so do this one trick and i think this is going to change you uh, change your expenses habits completely is that every time you buy something just ask yourself is that a need or a want and be honest with yourself just this very small trick which is also a part of what the mindset itself and like i told you it's all 80% mind money is all about mm. anyone can make money just like water there's a science to it if we add h2o and o and it will make h2o there's no if and but the same way money is the outcome you just need to learn the science what to do what specific things to do what right of what kind of right mindset to have and money is your outcome you're going to have it and i've actually recreated wealth in my life just being able to follow those things because i've transformed from one end to another and i've gone from north pole to south pole just by doing exactly this and i'm now in a position to be able to coach people sometimes even to two times of my age as well so in fact i the oldest um, student i have is 79 years old and the youngest student i have is even 16 year old so it does not matter it's just about mm. the science it has nothing to do with age it's just about mastering a certain art uh, the art of learning or mastering a certain subject and be able to effectively make it simple for everyone to understand that's all there is to it nothing mm. else so mm. i personally do zedi is every time i expend my money i just ask myself is this a need or a want Mm. need i always buy irrespective how expensive it is if it is a want i try to do two things one i defer it or two i cancel it very simple i defer so that my mind thinks okay le lenge koi baat nahi koi baat nahi keep on deferring it and sometimes i completely delete it which i say i'm not going to do it or cancel it in the first place i know this is not something i would would want to do want to focus first on my uh needs first now investing could be a need but upgrading my car this year could be a want i still can get mm. to be comfortably in a nice car mm. but there is always that new model that you can buy or there's always mm. a watch that you can it's not going to change your time it's definitely going to change your bank balance but not <laughs> nice one nice one great yeah uh totally relate totally agree with all of that and you know one thing that i think uh, you know that a lot of people why they're spending is you know 
again they like you were talking about this one quote by warren buffett there is another quote that i really love you know similar uh, you know related to this particular mindset is that you know we buy things we don't need to impress people we don't like so again i totally agree with that kind of a mindset that you know we are just you know maybe buying things in peer pressure because of our consumerism and you know consumerism mindset that we have got where advertising advertisers are just pushing stuff in our face every day and you know somebody in our friend circle buys it and then we think okay we need to have this to look cool and even when it is not our need you know forget about being a want it's not even our need at the end of the day exactly great uh okay uh what else so yeah so you know we have talked about the mistakes about you know the millennials make we have talked about the wealth creation process also uh you have told us uh, you know that passive income uh, is something so as you were mentioning earlier you know from what i have read and understood all my uh you know through the various books i have read especially like uh, the most famous book in this category which i would say is uh, the 4 hour work week uh by tim ferris uh you know <laughs> i guess which is all about generating a passive income and working for a limited number of hours every week so that you are able to do things which you really want to do but you know as i was mentioning it to you earlier it is it takes a lot of time i mean it's not easy first of all especially for a person like you know a lot of people like us who are doing our daily jobs you know commuting doing work and especially in these covid times where that 9 hour office you know office timing has changed to a 12 or 14 hour work shift every day so yeah. are you telling me that i don't need to you know generate a complete new skill set for myself i mean in terms of you know starting a new blog or a new youtube channel that is not required yes okay okay and uh, cool and so yeah if you would like to tell more uh, you know if you like to tell us more about your own community uh, more about the skill set that you are uh, that you are imparting among the people like you're telling that there is a from a 16 year old to a 79 year old uh, individual who is uh, you know who is learning uh, learning from you so why don't you tell us more about that also so i envisioned this in 2017 that i wanted to impact more than a million people now at that time uh, i was in my uh, well early 30s well, still early 30s i was just, i just turned 30 back then so i faced a lot of challenges initially because being in finance people expect your hair to your hair to be gray and your wisdom to be deep now people Uh, often perceive wisdom with age which is the biggest challenge that i faced initially and i started doing a lot of uh, free programs online uh, i didn't do much online then uh, covid made me do it now but i used to do uh, programs physical programs and i could start you know really drilling deep into what exactly are people thinking about money and i spend a lot of time effort energy on my and lot of money as well on my own learning about passive income and i finally saw and understood the psychology and keeping that in mind i started creating online programs so today i have uh, multiple levels of programs people who only want to learn about the mindset people who want to learn about mindset and skill set then i made a community on facebook which has almost 1000 people and that's just happened in the last two months and then um, i created a flagship program of mine called masterclass financial nirvana now 
then i finally also created an alumni so i started creating systems which support people not just educates them but also supports them on that journey because i believe really really believe in that philosophy of inertia of momentum that people get started and get excited with doing something but it is not long lasting because they do not they are not around the right people they mm. say your uh, environment is more stronger than your will so mm. your will might be strong temporarily but the environment is always stronger because it has influence and influence is always going inside you mm. so it will always catch up with you whenever you are on your weaker side of will and will is not something which is always at a certain state it goes up and down so when the will i your taking action will is low you go completely go down and when your will is low your environment backs down on you and pushes you further down but imagine if the environment does completely the opposite your will is here your environment keeps on pushing your will it helps you to enhance it whenever you down it drags you up and then takes you up to that point again so that was the whole idea i believed in a wholesome holistic growth not just mentally not just skill based not just iq based but also environment based so that is something i've been able to create over the last in fact during the covid time itself i've been perfecting this thing as well and i really believe that uh, there is a lot of interest in passive income as well so i see that india needs passive income more than any other time in their lives because what 2020 2021 is going to be like it is going to be crazy guys i'm telling you if you hear what robert kiyosaki or ray dalio who is the biggest uh, fund manager in the world everyone is talking about is exactly this that we are already in recession is going to get worse if you think corona's vaccine is the solution it is just going to take care of the disease but that's the health disease what about the economy financial disease the economy is in so economy mm. is not going to kick start itself there is a lot of government boosting that is needed and mm. the more government needs to take out money from its reserve and put it into the stimulus it comes right back and comes to the consumers itself because people are not really spending as much because they don't their income is not enough so if income is not enough how is the government going to get taxes if the government cannot take taxes their their income also becomes limited so how are they going to be able to uh, get all that money to help the economy so it's like a it's a uh, full life circle and you and i'm going to give you gold now and that is that government if you watch very carefully has been selling their stake into almost every entity that it has that includes lic that includes indian railway correct yes flagship yes, that is happening right so why is the has i don't know not many people think about it why is the government doing it because they don't have money correct right so can correct. you in the state of the uh, the state governments are in a bigger mess than the central government because they dependent mm. on the so not yeah. only are they facing the same problem as that of central government their one sort of revenues consumers which they are not able to tap on to and the other is central government which already is going through all this yeah i so, mean they had to even fight for their own gst for so many weeks yeah exactly so this is the kind of economy we're living in now and it's going to get worse because yeah. financial problems happen on day 1 and day 300th is when you actually get to the ripple effect of it so the problem has correct we're not you have no idea how crazy is going to get next year 
So I really urge anyone who's watching this to be able to start planning for your financial future and start doing it now. Because there's one last thing that I want to tell you is that in the worst financial scenarios come the best financial opportunities. I'm going to say that one more time. In the worst financial scenarios comes the best financial opportunities. Look at what Warren Buffett did in 2007-2008 with Goldman Sachs. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Go on YouTube, find out, look at the video, see what he actually did. He got such amazing, crazy deals by investing in one of the most prominent banks in the world and also be able to smartly grow his wealth in times when no one else was wanting to do it. So in the biggest banking crisis in the world, he invested like billions of dollars into, I think three billion or something. Three or five billion is what he invested into Goldman Sachs. Mm. Opportunities are in only those scenarios which are scary. So mm. only people who have the right mindset and are financially also prepared are able to take care of those scenarios and advantage from it. So the only question is, are you going to stand there, speculate or face the troubles or actually be able to thrive in them? So mm. that's what people got to figure themselves out. And if not, if they need any help, and obviously I'm more than happy to assist them in learning how all of this can actually be done. And where can they find you? <laughs> Absolutely. So, no, I'm asking, like, where can they find you? Like, if they have to reach out to you? Well, on my website, askthewiseguy.in. They can, well, I'm kind of omnipresent on social media. And they can obviously look me up on uh, Facebook, uh, on my business page. Well, you'll find me. I'm sure if you just type my name on Google, you'll find me. And I would be more than happy to serve those people as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I'm not wrong, you're also doing some of these free webinars, I guess, uh, where people can start learning about these things in a small way and then graduate to the next level through, through your programs, right? We do this on a monthly basis. Currently we, every month we have a webinar by the name of introduction financial Nirvana. And we're teaching how people can overcome, financially overcome this recession because we're already in it and it's going to get worse. So what simple action steps can people take? So I teach a little bit about the mindset, a lot more about the skill set, and then give them a chance of how I can actually help them further to get all that implemented. So that is what we're doing in that webinar. So again, on askthewiseguy.in, you can just land up on that site and find uh, that free uh, program. So like I say, I'm always more than willing and happy to assist people. And I believe that uh, a day will come that I will receive uh, an award by president or the prime minister. <laughs> okay. And I thoroughly believe it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm working towards it on a DOD. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I'm all the best for that. I'm sure that, you know, with the kind of, the kind of goal that you have, I'm sure, you know, that is achieved, you will surely receive one. Absolutely. And all the best from my side for that too. Just one last question, uh, you know, before we wrap this up, you know, you told me that you have lived both the lives, one which was in London when you earned, started earning, where you were earning the big bucks and you were spending the big bucks too. Yeah. And then you came to India and you became a bit more financially disciplined in terms of your expenditures, your savings, your investments. Some Anyone who is watching it right now, what what is the message that you would like to give to them? Because obviously that life seems much more exciting where you are driving a BMW, where you are, uh, you know, going to, uh, going out every weekend and, you know, just, you're splurging your money and 
you know, what is the kind of message that you would like to give to them? So this is one thing I say very, very often, and that is that, see, money is the biggest distraction on your journey towards your passion. Passion is the one thing that is the purpose of our life. I believe we are put into, we've been given this life to be able to pursue something to its excellence. And that something is what our purpose is, which is linked to our passion. And money I see is one of the biggest distractions that people have. So mm. people often end up, uh, you know, spending their money into short term pleasures and they have to keep on doing it. And the more they do it, the further away they become, they go from their passion or the purpose of life. So I believe one should always uh, find out what they're passionate about, what their purpose is, and then be able to find ways through which they're not distracted by money anymore. I believe that is the purpose of our living. Just the pursuit of excellence in what we are passionate about. That to me is the most beautiful life uh, one can live. And you could be a yogi or you could be a student or you could be a retiree. It does not matter. Everyone can do it. So for people who are affected because of money, I want to help those people to take away that distraction. So find out ways through which you can do it. Take my help or take some anyone's help who can help you in this, who has already mastered the art and then just do it. Because when you are 90, when you look back into your life and see what you've accomplished, that's one thing that you could really wish you could undo if you haven't done it. So for the people who are young, I, this is the biggest message I have for you. Great, great. Thank you so much. It's a wonderful note to end. Uh, end this talk today. Uh, thank you so much, Arpit, uh, for joining us today and sharing your deep insights, knowledge, and you know, with all of us, it was a pleasure listening to all of that. I have learned a couple of new things today and some really interesting things to remember. Uh, I've written them down for myself. And uh, again, thank you so much for taking out your time. And all the everyone who is watching right now, you can, as Arpit mentioned out. I mentioned earlier, you can find him online. You can just search for Arpit Aroda, uh, personal, uh, personal, finance, personal financial expert. Uh, you will be able to find him on LinkedIn. He puts out a lot of content over there on, on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is also over there. Plus, he's having his own community. So you can join that too and learn more from, more from his webinars that he's doing every month. And if you like this talk uh, and... Uh, you like what we're doing here at, at uh, what I'm doing here at Z Talks, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Uh, and please like, share, and subscribe to Arpit Aroda's channel uh, on all these multiple platforms. I'm sure you will learn some amazing things. As he mentioned earlier, you will learn the mindset, skill set, system, and get the help of the community, which will help you in moving towards that goal of financial freedom where you're where you're not working for the money, but the money is working for you. That is the goal that we're looking forward to. And thank you so much. Ciao. Bye-bye. Thank you.